trash talking about plates from the rock that we ate. Ones we love, ones we hate. Some are good, some are great. One meat, two sides, hot sauce. We're your guides, Randy and Rob, and sometimes a guest. Welcome to Talking Trash. I'm Rob. And I'm Randy. And this is our podcast where we review and rate trash plates. We're recording in sunny Rochester, New York. And Randy, for all of our new listeners, could you explain what a trash plate is? A trash plate is something you eat. It is made up of a few different components. Usually there's some type of protein, hamburger, cheeseburger, um, could be other types, chicken fingers. And then there is two sides, mac, salad, and home fries are the typical ones. Could also include any other type of potato, um, french fries, tater tots, the such. And then on top, usually there is some type of hot meat sauce that's put on it. And you can also put toppings on it, ketchup, mustard, and so on. Awesome. Thanks, Randy. And it's native to? Rochester, New York. Awesome. Well, today we have a a great guest back again. So we're going to kind of skip our usual plate story because our guest has already shared his. So, Pat? Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Uh, Glad to be back. You know, it's been... It's been uh, something I've been looking forward to. I'm excited. Excited it's... to be back and got to eat another trash plate and chat with you guys. Thanks for coming back. Yeah, man. So um, we have something pretty serious to discuss that we've wanted to talk about for a little while now. So we're going to do a, a new segment, and it's called The Movie Minutes. So, Pat, what movie are we going to discuss today? I know you have some thoughts on this. I do, I do. Uh, yeah, so uh, myself, along with everyone here, and I'm sure most of our listeners, um, have probably seen The Rise of Skywalker, the newest Star Wars movie. I got some thoughts on it, uh, but before we kind of dive into that, I just want to make sure, you know, standard spoiler alert warning, I'm going to be blowing the plot up for this movie, uh, so if you haven't seen it, I would fast forward the podcast like 15 minutes or so. 15 minutes, you mean, right? 50, five zero. Fi- yeah, five zero. Fifty minutes. I thought it minutes. was 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, we got it. Um, but yeah, so so standard spoiler alert warning, uh, you know, watch out because uh, if you haven't seen it, it the movie might get a little ruined for you. So right off the bat, Randy, you've seen the movie, correct? Correct. Pat, obviously you've seen I've, it. I, yes, I've seen the movie. I've seen it, and I don't have that many thoughts. I thought it was okay. I thought it was a fine movie. Randy? I thought it was really entertaining, but I think I'm probably going to agree with Pat on a lot of his points. So, Pat, if you want to jump right yeah, in. Yeah, I, uh, I had a, a lot of problems with the movie. It was, like, mildly entertaining, but as much as, like, a, a Transformers movie is, which, you know, that that's a franchise that doesn't have, like, the best track record for, like, plot points or just, like, you know, coherent storytelling. So, uh, and that was really just where this movie disappointed. I thought, like, just the overall story not only let the movie standalone as itself down, but it let the other two movies that preceded it in this kind of back-end trilogy down, uh, which was, like, super disappointing. I have I have a whole page here of thoughts that I had about just kind of some of the things that bothered me about it, so I'm just going to kind of jump into that. Hold on, before quick. we get into that, though, I heard Bumblebee is pretty good. Is this better <laughs> yeah. than Bumblebee? I mean, I'll be honest, I actually haven't seen Bumblebee. Mm. I actually did hear some good things about that, so maybe that's where the Transformers franchise kind of turns it around. Um, I will say, though, I've seen the Mark Wahlberg Transformer movies. Those were real bad. Well, Mark Wahlberg is the worst. Is, so is Mark Wahlberg. He is the worst. So, Pat, get after it, man. Get into right. those notes. So, so the 
big thing I had uh, with this movie, like the biggest problem I thought was just the pacing. Like the pacing in this movie is so fast. Can and I just they, time out real quick? Hold on, we gotta if, do a time if any of you heard a something that sounded like a Tupperware top going onto a Tupperware container, we actually we actually have that would be our sound engineer. We have a new sound engineer. Um, he, I don't know if he wants to say his name. His he goes Nickname. by Mullet. Um, yeah, mullet's good. Mullet's good. Okay. Um, so also, if this sounds way better than it has in the past, it's because I've been the sound engineer, and or I have no idea. Or way worse. Yeah. And I have no idea what I'm doing. So just a heads up that you might hear Tupperware opening and closing to eat cookies. Maybe some gentle coughs. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> ASMR cookie eating sounds as well. So. So go ahead, Pat. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt. No. Okay. Uh, yeah. No. Just the pacing of the movie was just way way too fast like they they dropped some kind of you know some major plot points some big reveals but because like they're just jumping from one thing to the next like nothing no character ever deals with like the weight of what is happening around them or just like uh for so for example the biggest the again spoiler alert jump ahead but the biggest thing in this movie is that uh ray is like palpatine's granddaughter that's like her big parental lineage point and she, like, never deals with that. She just, like, finds out, and it's kind of like, whoa. And then they just move on to the next thing. Like, that is, I don't know, I feel like that is something that should have been a major, like, kind of character-defining moment that just really gives no weight to her, or the audience, even, really, because we're just along for the ride in, like, this next big set piece or whatever, which was, again, disappointing, because I feel like that's something that Star Wars usually does really well. Mm-hmm. I And I agree, Pat. I was thinking about it. I think, actually, they should have had that reveal in the first movie. And then they could have built upon that yeah. from there. Um, I, it felt like to me, and I'm reading a lot of articles about it, that it felt like J.J. Abrams did the first movie, and then um, Ryan Johnson did the second one, and then J.J. Abrams came in and did the third one, and it's almost like they, were, they weren't on the same page. Oh, yeah. I mean, they, it's definitely come out now that they were really just playing like a giant game of like telephone, like, I'm going to write this like little bit of story and kind of pass it along to yeah. you. You write your piece. And, yeah, I don't know if that's, like, the best way to, mm. you know, like, tell, like, a whole kind of, like, not only trilogy, but then also kind of wrapping up six other movies that are, like, culturally very significant, right. you know. Um, so, yeah, like, it just, you know, we found out, like, oh, that's, that doesn't work. Not a good way, right, to to tell some, you know, for storytelling. Mm. I kind of like the idea of having different directors because then you get different styles and different takes. But I also think that it's important to have one writer so it is a cohesive trilogy, and the story doesn't... It actually works together as a whole. Yeah, I totally agree. I think, like, having different directors for exactly what you said. You, you get these kind of different styles, this, the, these different takes. Like, like again, for The Last Jedi, visually, to me, that was, like, the coolest movie. Yeah. And I think that's very much, like, Ryan Johnson's style. Um, but just the way, right, the way that they told those stories. And again, it you know, kind of going back to that point, right, where... If you're doing this telephone thing and now this last movie is just really bad, it also ruins kind of the other two movies that were also attempting to play this telephone game. And again, it's not necessarily any fault of each individual movie, but just like the whatever managerial position decided to do it that way was that was just totally wrong. Not not the way to do that. So Mm -hmm. that's you know, that's probably on like Kathleen Kennedy who is the head of Disney and like running to the Star Wars studios or whatever, but I also think I did some problems with the first movie too. I think Luke should have been in the first movie a lot sooner. Like a great reveal would have been better than just at the end of the movie turning around. Um, so yeah, I the problem I have is they were all very entertaining. Like I enjoyed sitting through them, but then when you think back on the plot and the story, I agree with you, Pat, completely. Like yeah, like and and there were no midi chlorians. I don't know why they would leave that out. But go ahead, Pat. Oh uh, yeah, I'm 
you know, I have some thoughts as maybe why they would leave that out, but you know, that's just I can't that's think of any reasons. Um, but it, it is funny. Like I think about uh, right, just in seeing Rise of Skywalker now, kind of like thinking about these other two movies. I also kind of wonder in like ten or fifteen years how uh, Force Awakens will age. Like I almost wonder mm-hmm. if that movie may age the worst out of the three, whereas like Rise of Skywalker may actually like over time become slightly better just because it is so entertaining and stuff. Whereas uh, you know, thinking about it again, like Force Awakens really is almost like a shot-for-shot retelling of A New Hope. Like it doesn't bring really much new. It just kind of is popping in. You know, you have Ray just substituting Luke. You have, um, I'm trying to think of who else. Like the Finn. Yes. No, not Finn. Who's the other guy? Mark. Yeah, Mark. Mark oh. is substituting for Han. Yeah. Um, Tom. Yeah, Tom. Mm-hmm. Stephanie. But yeah, like the, like a lot of these, a lot of these characters are just analogs for old, you know, old characters from the original trilogy. Um, likewise, you have, you know, giant super weapon, uh, substituting for the Death Star. Like, I just, yeah, Force Awakens may just age very poorly, I think. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Yeah. No. Agreed. Now, what about one thing we can all agree on? Babu, Babu Freak. freak. <laughs> Babu Freak. I'm a Babu Freak freak. I thought he was... He was the Hilarious. Great, great yeah. piece of comedic, uh, relief. Like, yeah, he, he was great. Every scene he was in, stole it. He was he was the best. He was the highlight of the movie for sure. He was very funny. Um, now, Pat, any other thoughts about the movie? Just I have a few more. Okay. Uh, so, also just the general inclusion of Palpatine. I and and some people might not agree with me on this one, but I just thought it was a mistake. Like again, like I feel like you could have substituted any. Like he could have been Darth Genericus. Like there wasn't any reason for him necessarily to be in that movie. Um, other than just because you had the big reveal about race parentage and her her being related to Palpatine, um, but again, like his his kind of like his the his drive is totally different in this movie compared to what it is previously. You know, before he's all about kind of this political rise and kind of ruling, um, you know, ruling the the universe through like this strong mil- you know military might. Whereas now, all of a sudden, he's all about um, magic and like absorbing everyone through the Sith. That <laughs> kind of like just, that. I'm it just a, seems I like of, magic. It just seemed out of character for him. Like it wasn't like really how he was established. I thought through most of the series. Okay, um, I had a question sure. for you guys that you might be able to answer. So, spoiler alert: at the end, when they're in that like arena, are those the ghosts of all the Sith? Is that what they all were, no, or something? They're or the, they're the Sith followers? So those were actual. People then, yeah, and they they might be force sensitive followers, but they're like they were his followers. They were Darth Sidious followers. So they're all just living on that weird planet and that giant concrete brick or something. I don't know. That's what I read in an article, so I'm not positive. But <laughs> I'm that's like, what, what are all said. those but that, things? So that did remind me of another thing, though, too. Right? Like in so in the beginning, like there's just some visual choices that J.J. Abrams made that were just kind of confusing. And again, it goes back to the pacing where things are mm-hmm. happening so fast, you just can't really stop to think about like what you're actually seeing mm-hmm. it's like for me when though like in the very beginning when all these star destroyers just like kind of rise out of the earth yeah. and like stuff is breaking it was just visually very jarring at least for me to be like what is happening like is he just creating these using the force like out of magic like that's kind of what it seemed like now i don't think that's what was actually happening like and again reading some more articles it sounds like they have like built these over time as he's as uh, Darth Sidious has like been in hiding or whatever, but it right just there's some like visual shots that are just very confusing and very jarring um, to see. Um, one of the other things I had too, and again there was a lot of stuff I felt like that were out of this movie's control that kind of 
contributed it to being like kind of bad. The the big one was was Carrie Fisher passing before the movie was even shot. Um, so know, was that all just CGI then? That was, uh, from my understanding, yeah. That or it was old footage, and so they like kind of cut the old footage and redubbed it to fit kind of into the story. Mm-hmm. And I thought that that really stood out more so than I thought it would have. Like kind of going into the movie, into the movie, I'd read that they had done like a pretty good job of including her and kind of wrapped up her story nicely, which and, and they did a little bit, but just like dialogue scenes and stuff with her, like it was, it, I thought it stood out that that right that that's what they did. They it was kind hand, of, cut, kind of yeah, crammed yeah, in there, exactly. And, okay, exactly. And I thought that that was just not. It was to me. It looked like took me out of the movie. It was very apparent to me yeah. that that's how they did it. Gotcha. Um, huh. Yeah, I don't know. That was like a couple of the big things. I think also too now. Like, now that this movie's been out for a while, we have, like, some of the leaks, so again, of, like, one of the other director's original scripts. Um, seems like it's a little bit... Seemed like it maybe told a little bit better story, at least a little more cohesive with the other two movies. And uh, so, a unique story, like a newer, fresher take, right? Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. That, I think, kind of knocks the movie down even more. Again, there's the, like, uh, visual encyclopedia that's coming out that has a lot more, like, details that really kind of liven the story. But it's like, now I, have, now I have to go buy this other thing to make this movie better when maybe they should have just told a better story within the movie itself in the first place. Well, the other thing is, would they have had Babu Frick in it if it wasn't J.J. Abrams? That's, you know... It's a real Sophie's choice. You know, that, that actually... Randy, that's a really good point, and that kind of makes me rethink my whole position on this now. <laughs> I actually heard that there was Babu Frick and that he would be the main character in the other one. In the other, in, in Colin Trevorrow, yeah, the one Trevorrow, that was leaked. Say his mm-hmm. name. Yeah, that he was he was actually he, the last Jedi. He and plays. The, he was actually Ray's father. His full move, and, his full name is Babu. And married Skywalker. to Jar Jar yes. Binks, I heard too. Yes. So it all comes full circle. But yeah, so just overall, uh, like really disappointed with that movie. It also, were there to, for uh, Palpatine, him, like how he survived. I had heard that maybe that there was like they cut scenes, or maybe it was just in the Clone Wars and the cartoons that like show how he lived longer or something. There's like something yeah, no, that you know what that's not important. We're just gonna move along with that he's alive, yeah. and that's kind of I feel like how the movie approached it. it was just like, oh nope, he's here and accept it. It's fine. I was cool with it, but I uh, also understand your your criticism, and I, it could have been a great movie. I thought it was an okay movie. Yeah, right. Like that. So that's the that's another point, right? Is this movie will always be compared to like the MCU because they're owned by the same company and they're kind of like a similar, like culturally similarly significant and just like that, you know, in that like area. Mm-hmm. Um, and right with Endgame coming out in the same year and just it being such a better movie, at least in my opinion, that uh, right, it's always going to be like those two are always going to be compared. And you know, it stinks that this one, again, at least for me, this one was so much worse than. But well, we Endgame. have the Mandalorian. So that helps. Wait, we always have the Mandalorian. Haven't seen it yet, but I do have a question. Then, okay, so you brought up the MCU. I'm going to pick a random, middle of the road, but good MCU movie and ask you if you like the new Star Wars more than this. So, did you think that this new Star Wars movie was better or worse than Doctor Strange? Not a middle of the road. Yeah, movie. A, not I, mean, road. I thought it was good. That was a. Not I, a good analogy. Yeah, I thought Doctor Strange was a yeah, lot better. It was awesome. This. I did like Doctor Strange. I'm not trying to put it down. Uh, if you said maybe like... Rob, why do you hate Doctor Strange? I Did he even really have a medical degree? I mean... Yeah, he did, actually. Oh, then never mind. I loved <laughs> did it. You see I thought the, it was great. Rob, did you see that I movie? <laughs> I only saw it once he had magic. He I never got to see this the whole doctor part. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, what? He's, he's in this temple and now he's a doctor? I don't get it. It was very confusing. <laughs> 
So, well, that makes sense. I guess I should. So I should have watched the whole thing. Well, no. yeah, no, you're fine. You're good. Okay, cool. Well, that's. Uh, I think that was a pretty good uh, new segment that we call the movie minutes. And so we're going to actually move on to the the actual point of the show, and that's rating and reviewing a garbage plate. Wait, so, wait, wait, wait. The show is about garbage plates? I <laughs> yep. thought we were doing a, a movie review podcast. <laughs> nope. This is a garbage plate podcast. You've already been on it. And so, whoa, Randy... Whoa, 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 wait, wait, wait. I've been on this podcast before? <laughs> yes. Yeah, you've been so, here before. Oh, okay. All right, I'll take your word for it. So, Randy, I'll let you introduce where we went, and I'll, I'll let you kind of describe the the restaurant itself. I kind of want to hear Pat's thoughts on the prequel trilogy first, actually, if you don't mind, Pat. Each movie separately. Quick quick synopsis. Yeah. Uh, first movie, actually, uh, Phantom Menace. Okay, like, I think he was just than... joking. <laughs> Wait. Nope, I want to hear all of them. Let's, well, how about each episode, we'll, whenever we do the movie minute, We'll go over a different movie, but I think one movie was probably good for this episode, right? right? Okay. All right. So moving on to the plates. Today we went to Bill Gray's. Um, It wasn't supposed to be Bill Gray's, but the place we were going to wasn't open. So we decided to, you know, go to Bill Gray's. And I think a lot of our listeners have probably gone to Bill Gray's and possibly had a garbage plate there. So hopefully people can relate to what we talk about today. Um, Now, Randy, it's... You have a special place in your heart for Bill Gray's, right? Um, that sounded kind of weird, but I do like Bill Gray's. No, I meant like a romantic relationship. Um, eh, I go there a lot to get garbage plates. Um, I do know a couple of things about it. Uh, Tuesdays are when you can go to get cheaper garbage plates there, trash plates. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I it's definitely been one of my top places in the, our other podcast. I don't know if I'd been to any of the other places to get plates. So this is one of the ones that I've had quite a bit. Um, so I feel like I'm already kind of swayed towards it being really good. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we can wait on that, go around, say our ratings. Sure. Well, should we describe the inside of the restaurant? Um, Bathroom sure. tile work, things like that, nah, like we I always think people, do. People have been to Bill Gray's. I really want to dive into the tile work we at Bill Gray's. <laughs> I think we can skip that. Um, so as we always do, we start with our guest first um, and how they thought about the plate. So, so Pat? Yeah. State and rate your plate. You got it. All right. So I got a plate that was a little different. Again, I got the standard kind of cheeseburger plate. But one of the things that Bill Gray's has is they uh, you can get what's called the works. So you get like your standard kind of toppings for a uh, trash plate, including like the hot sauce, mustard, onions, that sort of thing. But then with Bill Gray's, one of the things that they do with their burgers is that you can get kind of a set of toppings of like lettuce, tomato, mayonnaise. And they also offer that apparently with your plate. So not only do you get all that, all the like kind of standard plate toppings, you get you get lettuce, tomato, and mayonnaise. Um, and so I threw that on there, and it was awesome. I didn't know they did that, and it did look really good. So yeah. I might have to do And you had meat sauce on there too? Yeah, and then on yeah. top of that, okay. you know, you get the Bill Gray's hot sauce. Again, it's a little – Bill Gray's doesn't quite have like a standard meat right. sauce, but, mm-hmm. they, but their hot sauce – is very flavorful, very yeah. good. Um, yeah, the the works was awesome. I, I was a little uh, taken aback when like I got the plate because it's just covered in like shredded lettuce <laughs> and like there's these big old tomatoes on it. But and when I actually sat down to eat it, it was delicious. It was so good. It looks like a hamburger. Like it, let's say you ordered a cheeseburger the size of an actual plate, and it had everything on it, and then you took the bun off. That's what 
Pat's plate looked like. It looked like the top of a cheeseburger, essentially, but covering the entire plate. Yeah, yeah. And it, um, and again, I, I got mine with standard mac sale at Home Fries as well. Mm-hmm. Um, going through everything, again, we kind of talked already about the condiments. It was, again, surprising as how well that worked. I was a little nervous that it wouldn't work that great, but it was awesome. The mac salad, I thought their mac salad was real good. Um, their, um, their home fries again tasted just like they they regularly have like kind of crinkle fries, which I love. I love their French fries, and the home fries were just as crispy. Mm-hmm. They were they were outstanding. Uh, again, Bill Grace is known for their burgers or or kind of their uh, what is it? Smashed ground rounds is kind of mm-hmm. what they yeah. call it. Like um, a steak burger, right? Like a yeah, yeah. But it's this yeah the smash burger. Yeah, and so they're again. I think it's hard in a trash plate to have a burger really stand out. Um, again, you can kind of hide a less a less lesser burger mm-hmm. in your trash plate because there's so much else going on. But for like a really really good burger to stand out, I think is rare. And this one did like like again, Bill Grazes. That's what they do, and the burger still like it shined even through everything else going on in my plate. At least it was awesome. Um, you also get a, a dinner roll. So again, I know the bread controversy kind of continues on this show, and just that some places offer bread, some don't. Sometimes you get. No butter. Sometimes you get a ton of butter. You get weird butter. Uh, and this was a highlight for sure. Like, you get this nice little dinner roll with some good butter. Uh, just kind of a little extra accoutrement that was mm-hmm. really good. Yeah. So, overall, what are we going to do? Our we're going to do our ratings at the end. All right. Yeah. So, um, I agree with Pat. Again, uh, the meat sauce is just amazing. Um, it's definitely a little different if you never had it. It's got a kick to it. You can buy it in bottles if you want to, bring it home. Um, but one of the best meat sauces, I think, around town. Um, side of home fries. I got home fries. I got mac salad, and I got a hamburger plate, as I usually do. Um, the mac salad's great. The home fries are great. It's hard for me because I've had this plate so many times. I don't know what it would be like if it was the first time I had it. But the home fries, I will say they're not super seasoned, but they are crispy and you know perfectly cooked. Uh, the mac salad is, I think, a perfect amount of mayonnaise. I remember when I used to get this plate years ago, it was a lot of mayonnaise, but I think they've tightened that up a little bit. Um, and the hamburgers are just delicious. I mean, you've been to Bill Gray's, you know how they are. Just like Pat said, they're they're like, that's a perfect plate hamburger for me. Is You can cut it with a fork. You don't need a knife to cut the hamburger. Um, the bread, dinner roll, mine was a little bit stale, yep, um, but it was it was good. Butter, one, I saw Rob had two containers of yeah. butter. I only got one, yeah, so I, I went back for a second well. one. Rob probably asked for another thing of butter is what I'm guessing. That guy gave me one look, and he knew I was a butter hound. Oh, and he big said, hey, hey, bro, here's an extra butter for you. So what I do know, though, is they don't usually put a lot of the extras on. Like when I ask for ketchup, it's not usually a ton of ketchup, and the plate's a good size, so I – Made sure I got more ketchup, which I used. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's the only complaint about the bread is there's nowhere to put the bread while you're eating the plate. So it either has to stay on the plate and you have to kind of eat around it or you put it on the tray, which I'm not a big fan of. I saw Pat is a big fan of that because yeah. he put his right on the <laughs> tray. No, I'm not too worried about it. Um, they, they sanitize they wash the them. trays. Yeah. yeah, they wash them. So tray. that's my only complaint. I mean, I got a napkin and put it on the napkin. But go ahead, Rob. What would you say? Yeah, I, I would... Uh... Pretty much agree with everything that you guys have already said. Um, the meat sauce. Initially, I took a little a little bit of that, and it, it had good spice, good kick. If you look at it, it has these little tiny pieces of red in there that look like uh, maybe like the skin of a red pepper or something. It has this almost chili oil flavor. I think it's red pepper flakes. But those are usually a little chewier. This was like softer. Um, 
it was almost like maybe just chili oil that had pieces of actual chilies in it. Um, or but, red pepper flakes, but yeah. Mm, I don't know. I wouldn't call it that. Um, I wonder if it was red pepper flakes. <laughs> yeah, I, I would call it red pepper skin flake pieces, okay. probably. That's a good name for it. Um, more descriptive and you know accurate. Yeah. But uh, it, it was good. It had a good flavor. The, the meat was a little, a little chunkier. Definitely more like colorful and chunkier. Usually meat sauce is more of like just one kind of cohesive look, and this was kind of just a little chunkier but colorful and, and good looking. Um, the condiments were kind of hidden under the sauce, so you almost couldn't see that they were even there until you kind of dug in. Um, the mac salad, I would agree with Randy. Not a lot of mayo, not a strong flavor, which actually, considering some of the places we've been, is a very good thing. I, it reminds me, they <laughs> used to put, I think they used to put carrots and celery in there. Is there there to, was carrots and celery oh, you in it. See, yeah, 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 I, I didn't see some. much I, in mine. I think that's maybe a little more finely chopped, and I don't know yeah. if that was just unique to when yeah. we happen to be there or if that's like kind of how they do it now but yeah it seemed like it you don't get as much of a taste of like right. the celery and carrots because right because they're just in like much smaller pieces yeah and then everything else i totally agree i, I put the home fries were golden brown no salt so same thing that randy said mm-hmm. uh the protein the burgers were excellent and that's yeah that was and then i same thing the roll stale but good and i did request extra butter i i always just slather it on and it you know once you added the butter there was a delicious roll and better than a lot of the bread that we've had at different places so overall i thought it was it was pretty good i will say rob finished his plate first time ever he finished his plate so and then considered getting a milkshake yeah he did consider getting a milkshake (laughs) he did uh steal two cookies from a baby sitting right next to him no i stole two cookies from two babies two sorry so one from each one from from each each baby baby. less bad yeah I will say too. One thing I forgot to mention is, but like I think this is also unique to Bill Gray's is when you order, like when you order your plate with everything. Standard is like, um, you know, your hot sauce, your onions, your mustard. Bill Gray's also includes relish, so that's just something to kind of watch oh, out for. And ketchup, Good point. right? So if you don't like relish, mm-hmm. I, uh, you know, you want to watch out for that. I did. I thought it was kind of a nice, again, just like not something you would normally get on your trash plate, and it worked. Another thing uh, we didn't know because we ate them there but if you take it to go they put it in a cardboard box which i had never seen before so they take the plate put it in a cardboard box um and you bring it home that way just something to know now okay this is a question then um let's say you go to another one of these hot places and you eat in-house do they still give it to you in a styrofoam container usually or do they actually put it on a plate because ours today were on a tradition just a plate it all depends i think it you know i've got them both ways Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, uh, my experience is typically the places I've been to anyway, you still, you still get it in the styrofoam. Star mm-hmm. Awesome. All right, let's do our ratings. I'm excited for this. So we have a very clear rating system that, that really doesn't change ever. Um, Why don't you go first, Rob? I'll explain the system, and then I'll, I'll give you my rating. Um, so if, if, if you loved your plate, you give it a clean plate, four stars out of four. If you liked it, you might save it for later if you didn't quite finish it. I mean, I don't know who wouldn't finish a garbage plate, but that would be three stars out of four. That's the save it for later. If it was middle of the road, you know, just okay, you give it two stars. If it's a pooch plate, that means that you didn't finish the plate, but you'd give your leftovers to the dog. Uh, that'd be one star, and then zero stars would be take it to the dump. So um, when I think about this garbage plate, it was different than a lot of the traditional plates we've had. What I always consider is, would I rather have this garbage plate? Would I rather just get a cheeseburger with meat sauce from Bill Gray's? And they always have the two-for-one deal, so you can get you know two burgers for the for you know five bucks or so. 
I would take that with meat sauce over this garbage plate, even though I thought it was a good plate. So I'm going to give it three stars out of four. Let's save it for later. So I, um, again, had trouble rating it just because I've had it so many times. But I said the meat sauce, five out of five. Awesome kick. One of my favorite meat sauces around. Condiments, I gave four and a half out of five because of the little bit of a lack of ketchup. Home fries, four out of five. I think maybe if they season it a little bit, it could be better, but I'm not positive because I still love the home fries. It would be. Mac salad, four and a half out of five. It was near perfect. Um, and uh, hamburgers, it's tough. I got to almost give it a five out of five on the hamburgers. I, I think it's one of the best plate hamburgers around. I did put four out of – okay, Pat gave me this, like, I'm crazy look. I did give it a four out of five I on my paper. No, wait, so, like, so I want to clarify. The reason yeah. I'm giving you this crazy look because you're you're talking about these hamburgers like it's a hard decision. It is not a hard decision. These are five out of five All right, hamburgers. Good, good. I would that agree. Easy. Right, okay. I, I like the hamburgers actually so good, so well that I'd rather just eat the hamburgers than the rest of the garbage would, plate. I think right. the hamburgers actually outshine the rest of the plate. That was my problem. Guys, I agree with you. I agree with you. <laughs> I I just didn't. I thought you guys were going to jump on me we'll for take, going we're too take, high on it. It's tough because we've only done, what, this is our fourth or fifth place. And to give a near-perfect score right now. But, I mean, I this is my go-to plate place. Like one of my one out of the three that I usually go to. Um, so, overall, I'm giving it like a 24.5 out of 25. I know it doesn't add up right with what I just said, but I think that's my overall Bread, when you get a roll from here and it's not stale, it's one of the best breads, I think. That's it's one of my favorites, which I've had before. So Yeah, I would also take the stance that like a stale dinner roll is still better than like any other piece of like generic bread or like <laughs> yeah. Italian bread or anything that you get. Like I would yeah. still much rather have yes. a dinner roll that's slightly stale versus most other stuff. Um yeah, like so I don't get trash plates from Bill Gray's a lot. Like I, that's just not something I think about really when I go there. Um, so I'm kind of like, I feel like I'm like kind of the opposite of Randy where like this is one of your go-tos. This is just one that I never think about. Mm-hmm. I've only had, I think, a trash plate from there maybe one other time. That being Same. said, I do remember the last time I got a trash plate, I think I had a similar experience where it really surprised me how well they did it and how mm-hmm. good it was. Um, again, just thinking about everything, like I got to give this a, a four-star clean plate easy. Um, again, their burgers are so good. Again, I, again with you guys, you, you know, you're you're knocking the home fries a little bit with the lack of seasoning. I also will think about most places when I go to the home fries are undercooked or they're not, you know, they're undercooked and not seasoned. Like yeah. I would much, and for me, that's that's bigger for me. I I could I I'll forego the seasoning a little bit if they're just cooked right. And these mm-hmm. are always I've not, I don't think I've ever really been to Bill Gray's where their fries aren't nice and crispy no. like it's cooked. You know right. what? And even if you get French fries, I've done it with French fries and they're awesome. Like yeah, the, the crinkle cut French fries. I it's. Pat, I'm, I'm with you. I'm, I'm like, okay. It's hard for me to go perfect this early in our podcast. We've already given perfects though. I haven't given it a perfect. Okay, you know what? Perfect. I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna give it a clean plate. I mean, I literally yeah. cleaned my plate, and I did write at the top of my notes: complete bite equals awesome. So, so when you put it yes, all together, it yeah, was awesome. Definitely agree. When you get the home fried mac salad, hamburger, everything on it, it's perfect. So I got it. So here's my. I'm going to say this real quick. My problem with your rating system is you. It's our rating system. Your rating system. We all system. agreed on this. <laughs> your and clean. You plate, just have gone rogue. The, well, the problem is you can. Your clean plate is different depending on where you go. You've talked about a clean plate and said, "Well, this clean plate is better than this clean plate." That doesn't make sense. Like that doesn't make sense that you can have the same rating but one's better than the other. I think right. we need to. 
new rating system. It's okay, out of, it's out of six hundred points, hundred points per per. Pat, category. I was hoping you had an idea to so, fix the rating. System. So what we're gonna do with this? If I had to give Bill Gray's a score out of six hundred, yes, I am gonna give it like I would say like a five. Let's say like five sixty five. Okay, like it's really high. There's again they they get docked a little bit right for like the fries being a little less seasoned, the dinner rolls stale, these kind of minor things. But overall, man, it's it's good. It's real good. That makes sense to me. Thank you, Pat. But I hold understand. on, you could have a gold medalist. Moving on to the two plugs. different events, and one can still be better than the other, even though they've both achieved gold medals. It's all st- we're talking about one event though. Final, give mine a nine forty two out of one thousand and ten. <laughs> Got it. I love it. I love it. Perfect. <laughs> Not per- almost perfect. <laughs> right. Oh, right, it wasn't perfect. It wasn't a one time. Yeah, it wasn't no. one time. Yeah. So let's. So that's. Those are our hope thoughts. That, hope that clears it up for our uh, listeners. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think it did. Okay. Um. So let's let's move on to the leftovers slash the plugs. So we're gonna go around and, and plug something that we really support. We'll start with Randy. What would you like to plug? So I'm excited to plug this. Um. A lot of people don't know at Bill Gray's they offer boom boom sauce. Um, it is delicious. It is like somebody help me here. It's orange. Yeah, it's uh, uh so I, I only know it because the, a couple of the pizzerias that that I order from a lot they also offer boom boom sauce. I always get it with pizza. Yeah, it's uh, it's like a mayo sriracha, but not because it's a little sweeter. I yeah, feel like it's on the sweeter side. Is it kind of like a sauce from Chick Fil A? Isn't that like the secret Chick Fil A sauce? Similar? It might be like a, a like an imitator kind of. Yeah, maybe I don't, I don't know. I've never eaten it. Like I I've had, eaten at Chick Fil A. I actually feel like our audio technician had something he wanted to say about it. So. Boom Boom Sauce? Boom Boom Sauce? I'm not actually the, familiar with Boom Boom. Oh, he was nodding like he was. All right. Maybe we'll cut that out. Nope. Nope. Leave it in. Okay, Pat, what would you like to plug? Uh, yeah, so I am going to plug. Uh, so I went to a, a wedding out of state. Um, what was this? Like a month ago. Uh, and so I ordered a suit to rent rent a suit from uh, blacktux.com. It was awesome. I had a great experience. Again, one of the problems I feel like like when you rent a suit, say from like Men's Warehouse or something, it's usually like really boxy. It doesn't fit well. They have like kind of this big surplus that's like almost like a one size fits many that then they just kind of tweak a little bit to have a fit. And that's not how Black Tux does it. Like they have it, you know, you give them your measurements. It was very, it was very form fitting um, and fit again, very nicely. They're, their material and the stuff they use was like a little bit higher quality than uh, men's warehouse. It, it's probably similar to, I don't know if any of you guys are familiar with uh, Rent the Runway. Um, again, that's, it, yeah, yeah it's like it. uh, it's for it's for women, but they they would rent like say like a more designer dress just for like a, an event. Um, so you know you're not paying like seven hundred dollars for a dress, but you can rent it for like a week or two and get it for like a hundred bucks. Uh, and so this is probably like the male equivalent. Um, but it was awesome. I had a great experience. The customer service was great. Like they called me personally a week before just to make sure everything looked good and it was all set. Great experience. Cool. I'd recommend it. Good now, did know. you go to a tailor to get your measurements all set? So yeah, tailor to get your measurements. And then the other thing that they can do is if you get the suit and it doesn't totally fit, they're cool with you bringing it to a tailor as long as they're only doing like hem work. Okay. Nice. So you can get it. You can get it like slightly adjusted, and it at no extra cost or anything. And they make sure they get it to you like two weeks before your event, just to, in case you do need to do that or something. Nice, awesome. I forgot some of the boom boom sauce. I'm sorry. Um, you can ask for it, and they give it to you in the little containers, so that you know you don't have to ask for it on something. So if you want to try it, I would try it with like a side of fries. I wanted to actually add also onto the boom boom sauce discussion. Ask for more than you think. Because yes. it goes Agreed. way faster than you would imagine. Yeah, you'll like ask you'll for it. for like even like a little thing of fries. Ask for two or three boom boom sauces. Yes, 
And and it's delicious. I, right. I second that. So that's your plug? That's not my plug. Okay. That's my add-on to your plug. Okay. Now, my plug is, uh, I want to plug a little movie. It's an indie flick that not many people have heard about. Um, Rise of Skywalker? Not the Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's called Knives Out by this director, Ryan Johnson, who also has been trashed for his Star Wars film that he directed. Oh, no, let me be very clear. I am a big Last Jedi supporter. I thought that that was the best movie of, of this newer trilogy. I know that is a divisive movie, though. A lot of people did not like it. I enjoyed it, and Knives Out was funny and fun, and it was just a good, fun flick that you probably haven't heard about. It's really under the radar. No one's really talking about it, so I'd say check it out if you can find it. Sounds good. And by the time you listen to this, it'll definitely not be in theaters anymore. <laughs> so that's... But the... it may win an Oscar. <laughs> it Perhaps it could. Yeah, never know. So awesome. That was our that was our review of Bill Graves. And now you could actually find us and uh, rate us and review us on iTunes and feel free to share with friends. We're going to be posting these online. Hopefully uh, that's how you'll be hearing this one. I'm going to try to get it on CastBox also if you don't have an iPhone. I think you should be able to find it on there. Sweet. Awesome. And also check out the Instagram. we got a uh Talking Trash has an Instagram yep. page. Check out the pics. Email, Twitter, Support. Instagram, Facebook. We're gonna we're gonna get online. Facebook mm-hmm. is that okay. I, I'm sure we didn't discuss this yet, so I guess maybe not Facebook. I don't love Facebook, but anything else? Okay, that awesome. Zuckerberg man. I don't know. Uh. Save it for the rant next time. <laughs> oh, I will. <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks for uh, joining us, and until next time, keep talking trash. Our new. Way of finishing the show that we always say. End of the episode.